Golden Spiral Media presents Chester's Mill Gazette, an Under the Dome podcast. Hey, Domeheads, it's time. Doug and Karen are ready to deliver the latest issue of Chester's Mill Gazette and share their thoughts on this week's episode of Under the Dome. Are you ready? Here are your hosts, Doug and Karen. All right, you dome heads. There you go. We want to, <laughs> you know, I haven't really mentioned that too much before. You, we call you dome heads, but that's, it's a term of endearment. Yeah, I guess. And we don't, endear- just don't call Big Jim that. No. He oh. likes Rogaine, right? <laughs> Isn't that what he said? That's what he was waiting for. Yeah, he was hoping that was a little bit of Rogaine. Yeah. Um, we endear all of our readers of this particular issue of the Chester's Mill Gazette. I am medical reporter with lots to report on, Doug Payton. And I'm Lost Pet Classifieds admin, Karen Lindsay. We are hot off the presses with this issue for season three, episode six, entitled Caged. Caged. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's right. Caged. Hey, we have been caged. Thank you. <laughs> That's going to be from that's the. Not Latin. <laughs> that's going to be from the Under the Dome opera. Is it? Okay. That's, yeah, the final season. Yeah. Well, you, we might as well do an opera, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, would it be a comedy or a farce? I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, at the masthead, folks, you're reading the masthead, and we're going to tell you we're published by Golden Spiral Media at goldenspiralmedia.com/dome, and keep out keep on the lookout for our. Golden Spiral Media Facebook fan page for Chester's Mill Gazette. It's facebook.com slash groups slash Chester's Mill Gazette or just, you know, search for it. Whatever. Much easier. That's right. We love our Facebook page. We get so many people there now. It's nice. Yes. Getting them all the time. It's wonderful. Yes. And a lot of the uh, feedback you'll hear tonight came from there. That's right. A lot of it. Yes. Wow. (laughs) The writer of uh, this week's episode was Andre Fisher Centeno, and the director was Sergio Mimica Gazan. Gazan? Gazan. Gazan? Gazan? Doesn't matter. A couple of hyphenated fellows, and they did a great job, I thought. Well, yeah, yeah pretty good job. We'll, we'll see when they're ready. About the so. average job. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of average job of what's going on, let's jump right into the main discussion. Our headline this week is Christine Caged, Jory Jailed, Sam Stabs, and Jim Jabs. Wow. <laughs> Jory, you came up with a ship name for well, them. Well, no, that's 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 been done. Okay. That's been done. I in fact I used a uh I have been using that in uh in the, in the website or in the uh Facebook page and all that stuff. Just kind of a, yeah, that's, I'm using the shipper's name. I'm sorry. I, I, I have to turn in my geek credentials. I just don't, <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> and did we know that her full name was Eleanor before tonight, before this week? I, it, when she said it, when her mom said it, it sounded familiar, but we haven't really heard much of it. No. Yeah. I went, oh, that makes sense. Nori, Eleanor. Yeah. Okay. I get it. So, so what did you think about this episode? Well, I gave it gave it blah, 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 blah. I gave it seven and a half bar meetups. Oh, <laughs> a little bar meetup. Okay. Yeah. You're not talking about the diner, are you? No, I'm talking about Big Jim and the doctor. Oh yes. Okay. All righty. 
If they had met up, they would have been fast friends, That's which right. I highly doubt. <laughs> but the doctor thought so, at least. He seemed to have a you know pretty good. He thought he thought he had a pretty good read on uh, Jim. Clearly, yeah. he didn't. I think he would have had a tasty burger with him. Hmm. And that's, again, that's a Pulp Fiction re- reference. Oh. So. All right. Again, we're, we're, if you if you want to buy some of these things, you know, you can use the uh, the link on the website, <laughs> goldenspiralmedia.com slash dome. Thank you. That's right. I gave it seven weirdos wishing. Again, neither of us can talk tonight. No. First day with the new lips. Seven weirdos whistling while they work. And that's, you know, that's what I get for doing this W alliteration. Anyway, it's <laughs> my right. own fault. Alliterations. Well, let's jump right into this. Um, you know, it was interesting that Eva saw her reflection. Now, before we saw Christine see her reflection in the purple, you know, stones and things like that. And it was kind of particled and, you know, and kind of weird looking. And uh, I was, I thought maybe that was something the stones or the walls of the cave were doing. But Eva looks into a regular mirror and it's like, wait a minute, this is like, it's like vampires who can't see their reflection or something. You know, it's, it's, it's everywhere now. You know, the first time she walks in front of a mirror, somebody's going to say, you know, you're looking a little weird, you know? Right. Right. A little shiny. (laughs) Yeah. And Ava looks like that too. So I guess that means she's not Ava either. You know, she's not, she is an alien as well. Right. Well, I here's what I'm thinking, and this this will come out a little more later on because when we hear uh, Christine talking to Jim, I I got the impression that the the change they are like changing into somebody, or I, I don't think they are completely an alien. I think there's a transformation that's taking place, but kind of say. It, it, you know, how much, you know, this is happening on a cellular level. Well, how many cells in their brain have to change before they say, you humans, you know? That, okay. you know? She was using that terminology, like, I'm not anymore. When does that happen? Is that is that something that, it's not clearly not instantaneous, but, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of weird. I wasn't sure if, if, yeah, maybe if they look that way in uh, the mirror, then maybe they are fully assimilated into the kinship, if I can use a... Borg reference. Yeah, and she was there at the egg when it happened. Yes. She she fell into the pit with Christine. Remember, she jumped onto Christine. Yeah, but she also, she, she came back from that, though. And Christine needed to recently, you know, goop her up again and, uh, you know, kind of get her back on the... Uh, Right. On the same page. So but I'm guessing it was just because she touched that. I mean, she was there at the apex of the event. The event. That's that was another great show. <laughs> that was a decent Only lasted show, one season. Yes. Anyway. Jason, Jason Ritter, right? Yes. Yeah, I like Jason Ritter. Well, Ava kind of dumps it all on Barbie. Pretty much. Not everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So so it's it's like they're giving him... As much information as they can without completely tipping their hand to, to, to kind of bring him in. Uh, I believe Christine said something early, uh, later on in the episode, or maybe it was last week, I forget exactly, but about how his military training kind of immunized him a bit. You know, he wasn't right. quite as easily taken in by this sort of thing. But if you tell him the truth um, as much as you dare, then it sounds like he's going to be, um, and, and as we see later on, he's 
he's pretty much all in. Right. And they give him enough truth that when Julia confronts him about mm-hmm. it and says, I know this, I know this. He says, well, so do I. And, you know, you're not shocking me with any of this information. Um, you know, the Acteon revelation. He already knew they worked for Acteon. And they twisted that information, but it was just enough for him to say, you know, I, I already know about them working for Acteon. You're not telling me anything I don't know. Go away. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that was a smart move on Christine and Ava's part. Uh, but it it certainly didn't help Julia's cause any. <laughs> no, no. And then that's why when you get in court and you stand in the witness box, they ask you to tell the truth and the whole truth. You say, there you right. go. So, you know, don't quite get everything, right. but enough so that you can say, sure, I know what's going on. Yeah, right. I'm on the I'm in the inside there. Well, they yeah, they gave him. The truth, it just definitely was not the whole truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, they told him the first part. They just didn't tell him, oh, yeah, and we morphed into aliens, and we're here to change <laughs> you all into aliens. <laughs> but, but that's not important. No. <laughs> Let's just wave that away. <laughs> well, Julia shows up at Town Hall after, you know, having a little jaunt at Bird Island, and she comes across a whole bunch of people, and they sound something like this. That's spooky. That's creepy. That's, and they all turn around and see her and then turn back. Yeah, it's weird. That's like, okay, come on, folks. And here's the thing, too. They are aware of that Mm -hmm. because they were aware of the old moon staring the the other night. uh, Right. Probably just a couple of Yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah. And it seems like each episode, more people are doing this whistling thing. Mm hmm. Um, the first episode, it was just Junior. And then the next episode, there were a few people doing it, not just Junior. Kind of the annoying guy on the food line there. Right. Uh, yeah, there were a few people there in the diner doing it. And now it's a whole army of people whistling. And it happened twice in this episode. It was very weird. <laughs> In unison. Yes. And it's, it's hard t- to get people to whistle in unison. That's true. It's hard to get to any. Any group of people to do something like that in unison. That's true. It reminds me of Glee when you just hand someone sheet music and they know how to harmonize and everything right <laughs> off the bat. It's not really the truth. It's not really what happens They're in real just life. breaking out in song. Let it go. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, it's okay for one person to sing it, but you start singing it in harmony and, <laughs> and doing dance moves all together. It just does not happen in real life. Like it's that. a Dr. Pepper commercial. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, Julia did get a little snooping done again. Now that she knew she knew that Christina was off uh, off busy somewhere, mm-hmm. and there was that drawing. Now it looked to me that drawing she grabbed out of the uh, the desk. That I don't know what the you know the lines going out to these shapes were, but the shapes kind of reminded me of the rocks in the cave. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, kind of. Yeah, I don't know what the lines were, but the the shapes were definitely 
I wonder if like, like power grid something, you know, everything's yeah. connected, this is connected to that, the knee, knee bone connected right. to the, you know, Or maybe bone. it was a drawing of like which ones are still active and which ones weren't. Uh, I don't know. Or where, you know, what we're how to push the right buttons to, you know, steer the ship to our planet of Melmac or something. You know? <laughs> Melmac. Oh, no, Alf. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have Julia Shumway. That's right. Oh, no, that's right. Her name is Shumway. Yes, that's absolutely right. She's related to Alf. And if you want to buy the well, Alf DVDs, if you want to buy the Alf DVDs, you can you know, go to the Amazon.com uh, <laughs> link at our uh, webpage. You're so funny. You. Her husband was. She was. Well, that's true. Maybe her husband's you know re- was really an alien life form. And see that they have been they have been dropping those hints from the beginning. There you go. That's why Barbie killed him. That's right. She was an alien. She's somehow related to Gordon Shumway. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Let me see here. Let me back up a little bit. Um, We we locked up, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Jory. Okay. Joe and Nori. Um, I guess all night. And this is another thing. It looks like these people don't need to sleep. Once you've been zombified, you... You don't need to sleep. They stayed up all night watching the moon the one time. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's there's a there's a lot of energy that comes with this ooze. Yeah, is that whistle thing like they're hi ho hi ho? <laughs> Stay up all night. We go. <laughs> that's what it seems like. They're little. They're uh, <laughs> whistle while you work. Yes, indeed. booster thing to to keep them going. I don't know. Oh man. Yeah. Well, this whole thing with uh, uh, with Nori and her mom going to get that X-ray machine. I was so saddened by this. Yes, wasn't it? Yeah. And the way she said, well, what you did didn't just hurt Hunter. It hurt the whole kinship. She's using the word kinship, the K word. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, and, and, so- and she says the accident you caused. Yeah. So she doesn't believe them. She believes Hunter. Well, she believes anybody in the kinship. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So that, you know, mommy daughter time. And I, I was kind of hoping that they would show some of that to see if, you know, maybe Nori could maybe turn her mom, you know, back from the dark side here. Okay. Not and, so uh, much, I'm guessing. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been interesting to watch. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. She's just going to have to break away and try and, try and, uh, rebel from, from her own perch. Yeah. Now, speaking of Hunter, at, at at one point, Ava does talk about, uh, I think she was talking to Junior and mm-hmm. says something about, you know, if Hunter's injuries are permanent, we'll have to put him down. Yeah. And rude everybody's, and everybody's rude, cool right? with that. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Even Hunter. Yep. Euthanize him. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that was, him. that phrasing is what really, you know, it, it, it hit me really hard. I mean, I, I could understand where, you know, you've got this, you know, like I said, the board collective kind of thing where, you know, if one's uh, not doing well, they just take them out and move on. And I could see that, but to, to, to use the term, put him down, especially since we've been uh, concentrating on Big Jim's dog, Indy, for a while here, you know, that's, that's the kind of phrase you use for a dog or, you know, I some animal. even. Do not even look, you know, I've made a commitment to you, so I will continue to do the podcast, but I'm going to be so (laughs) mad if something happens to Indy. I'm going to be so mad. I'm just telling you that right off the bat. If something, 
Hunter, I don't care. <laughs> At this point. He's part of the kinship, but, you know, Indy's an innocent dog. He and, can't help but he's cute. Happens, he's, he's, he's a really lovable dog. Yeah, but the, you know. Good judge of character. Yes. He can't help what happens to him. That's the thing. But no, Hunter, mm, that was wrong. And Hunter is all like, okay, whatever. Wow. Whatever for the kinship. That's craziness. Yeah. Kevorkian and me. Oh, golly. But, but put yeah. him down like the dog. I was waiting for like like the dog that he is or something like that. But man, alive. It's just, it's all matter of fact. Yep. Yeah. Hey, so that really was an impact. Bam. Smack you in the face. These people are nuts. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if you already didn't get that they were nuts from the whistling. (laughs) Here, let's just reinforce it. Crazy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's telling him, and it's definitely kind of an execution style thing with the, here, this one's going to knock you out and this one's going to kill you. I mean, that's how they do it in prison. I mean, ugh. Gave me the it made all my hair stand up on my arms and stuff. I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, you know, he didn't commit any crime. What is that about? Uh, yeah, okay, Nori didn't do it. He's lying about that, but still, yeah, that's not good. Um, I, I get what they're saying that he's going to take up resources, but that doesn't mean. They should kill him, right? No, absolutely not. And uh, but like I said, I think they're you're using that to give us the idea that uh, how, you know how ruthless. Um, what you know what is it is uh, important enough to the kinship that the mission, whatever it is, uh, be carried out. Uh, right. Extremely important, such that one guy dying apparently is no is no big deal to them. Uh, right. There you are. And Sam had already figured out that they were crazy because of what's her name? Angie. No, no. The, the chick, the drunk chick that he was dating. Yeah. That was Angie. I think. Yeah. Angie was Joe's sister. Oh, 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 Abby. Abby. Thank you. Um, you know, they had no compunction about killing Abby just to turn Sam. Mm -hmm. And that didn't work very well either. No didn't we'll find that out later oh man uh, so i mean that was the first time they just killed someone in order to you know to further their own agenda and uh yeah that was a a bit of a backfire so whoops <laughs> whoops um we see that Barbie has, uh, you know, he's out in the woods. He's kind of spying on. We, this everybody's spying on uh, Bird Island here. My goodness, we had uh, Big yeah. Jim doing it. Now Barbie's doing it, and he's finding out. Yeah, there's the uh, there's the crowd on uh, on Bird Island. But he's, uh, you know, and we'll get to him, I guess, a little later. Um, but these guys are, you know, it, it, there are no secrets. It seems like, you know, as as sneaky as Actan was trying to be, doesn't seem like they're doing a whole. You know, quite the good job with it. No, no, he's just out in the open. And of course, Barbie, right off the bat, Acteon. How could he tell that was Acteon? Um, it's just a guy in black. Yeah. I guess he had seen their uniforms outside the dome, just outside okay. the dome. I so guess he that, knew that they, okay. That could be that. All right. I guess so. I didn't see any kind of insignias or anything, but he might have. Men in so black. So he says, Acteon. 
Uh, so now he's starting to suspect something, but he doesn't know who to suspect. Just that they're on the island. Yeah, and the other thing, you know, he, we, we, as we mentioned, he he knows about the fact that Christine and Ava are are Acteon, but to have them on, uh, you know, have them on Bird Island, kind of all the subterfuge going on, you would think he'd start to maybe. You know, maybe this isn't a good thing. Oh, they work for Acteon. Oh, but that's not necessarily a good thing. Even that story can uh, could break down at some point. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, kind of hoping it will. He's drinking the Kool Aid still. He's he's still crazy. <laughs> I mean, he's Ava is still weaving his her spell on him. Yeah. Yep. So uh, there's still something going on that's keeping him. I'm guessing it's a chemical, right? Yeah, probably. There's the there's that, uh, uh, and I, I've forgotten the name of it already. But yeah, the the, the goop. Yeah, uh, he's we'll been goopulated. Yeah, I know what it is. Everybody <laughs> out there knows what it is. You know, right? say it with me. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> what you said out there. You know, we're talking about what when, when when Sam, you know, uh. You know, he lost Abby. He comes back. And uh, and, and that it didn't seem like he was when he first shows up and says, you know, I'm back and I'm in. I'm back in the fold. He's I think it was the term he used. Um, I wasn't convinced. Did did you did did you see that coming? Mm, Not really. I wasn't convinced, but I wasn't not convinced either. Well, he sees the whole crowd doing the whistling. That was the uh, that's the audio right. clip we had there. Right. I and, was just like, mm, I'm not sure. And he's got the pills with him. And I was thinking, is he, you know, is he going to take them? Is he going to, yeah, you know, get you know, drug somebody or that sort of thing? But I, I think, I think the point there was is that he was remembering what had happened, and right. so he is not, uh, he's not on board. Right. But when he says he's back in the fold, I'm thinking, I bet you that's not that's not the whole story here. Yeah, I thought perhaps he was going to numb himself. Oh, yeah. OK, it could be yeah. uh, that he was going to, you know, go back to his old ways that, you know, I, I just didn't know what was going to happen at that point. OK, Um, that maybe he was just going to self-medicate. But I was I was kind of glad to see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, yes. I mean, that's terrible of me, but I. Oh, uh, hey, the bad guy, <laughs> I mean, bad gal. That makes yeah, that makes him a good guy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he's useful in uh, using the X-ray machine. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if if there was something besides if there was something going on that we weren't seeing. Like, is that they're going to fake the X-ray and say he's okay, or fake it and say he's not, or 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 what exactly? But I guess what they really wanted to know is. Are we putting him down or not, you know, and uh, find out if his uh, if his injuries are permanent. And uh, sure enough, uh, that's just, uh, you know, they, they finally get the, uh, the the word there and start collecting up the meds, you know, starting a dispensary. And and um, I mean, and all this is a good thing in general. You know, if you were trying to Christine made a great point. She said that. Um, Something to the effect that they tried doing this before, you know, the, the first two seasons, first two weeks, and it was it resulted in a lot of deaths and you know fighting and you know oh I want my you know meds and I you know I need that stuff you know and they were just it was all 
it was all uh, very violent. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's just, sure, take all my medication and you hand it out to whoever needs it and that sort of thing. And on the surface, you know, that sounds, boy, if can't we all just get along, you know? Sure. Um, it sounds very uh, alluring, very tempting. Of course, that's her job, right? Yeah. Is to make sure that they all... Yeah. Fall in and line. She's right. You know, it, it it was violent before. Now it's not. Right. You know, but why is it not? Uh, the, the, right. Is the is the is the under underlying uh, issue there? Right. Right. And you know, pooling all their resources also a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and Sam is right to question it, though. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I I, I don't think it's well. I think from his angle. From his perspective, what has this unity, uh, what is the cost of this unity? Mm-hmm. You know, it is the cost of uh, people dying and being, or, you know, essentially uh, Abby was pushed, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the pills, go kill yourself kind of thing. Uh, you know, other, other instances of that, that has been the price of, you know, conformity. And everybody right. is exactly the same, and we are all doing everything for the collective. I thought there was kind of a, uh, kind of a political commentary here. I don't know. I, I I do a political podcast on the side here, and and I when Hunter said something about you know agreeing to be be killed, you know, all for the collective, for the kinship, whatever. That just seemed like you know. That the, the the political angle is that you know we've got we've got I, ideas about well if we could all just get along like that all be the same all do you know all do the things for everybody else and 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 there's a there is a uh, it's a good, that would be a good thing sure but at the same time um, when it's imposed by an external force then it isn't necessarily all for the collective. There are still people pulling the strings. The collective is not really the collective. They are the sheep. Right. You know, they are being moved around. They're made to think they are a collective, but really there is an outside force pushing and molding and doing things and uh, getting what they want from the collective. So anyway, that, that's my sure. little, that's, and that's also, a little politics think, of the week here. Don't you think he realized that because she had the, um, dispensary that you know her hand in the dispensary that he realizes that Christine kind of was responsible for Abby's death because she has access to all the meds. Yes, she had the pills. You know, because Abby had those pills. I'm guessing he put two and two together and thought, well, Christine is responsible for what happened to Abby. That she was pushed. She had the pills, and Christine has access to all this meds, mm-hmm. all these meds. And, you know, again, I think that led to everything that happened in the end of the episode. I think, you know, Sam is a pretty smart cookie at that point. And that, you know, reality is what pushes them out of whatever spell they've been put under. Yeah. He's more of an investigative uh, reporter than uh, Julie is. Yeah. Although Julia's not in the thrall either. Uh she's just not she's just not finding I think so. Yeah, Sam's figuring out a lot of this stuff um on his own. I think I think he's doing a great job. 
Sure. Uh, but I think it's because he has to. I think Julia just is lost. Oh, you know, she's it, not coming in contact with anything. Yeah, not really sure. He's He can do it more from a, a man on the inside kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. She's just wandering around and getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And just happens to be getting out of trouble. <laughs> she's hapless, <laughs> really. Lacking any hap. <laughs> exactly. Not a, not an ounce of hap. Right. But, uh, but, but I tell you who isn't hapless. Joe and Nori. That's right. They managed to, and, and they know how to manipulate the collective now, the kinship. They, they yep. you know, exactly what to say and what Just to pretend. do. And Nori is, does a, uh, a good job of, uh, you know, faking. I don't know what she was faking, but she was faking it. Sure. And uh, and we take out the guard and, oh, that's, you know, these these two kids are like, you know, they're the, they're the remnants of the Scooby gang and they're they're doing them proud. Yeah, Joe's not quite as good. Uh, he's rebelling a bit, mm-hmm. but he is saying, "Yeah, he wasn't. Right he wasn't thing. so hot on the um, when he was dealing with the solar panels out uh, no. outside there." No, although he was saying the right things, you know. Well, if I had help, it would be mm-hmm. better for the collective. Yeah, and then Junior was saying, "Well, this is your punishment for you know." sabotaging the collective the the kinship yeah yeah um so joe he was saying i'm trying to help the kinship but you know he's still kind of pushing and i think he's trying to keep he and nori you know got to have their own little uh jobs away from the influence of the crowd there right so the the solar panel thing kind of worked for him he's the science geek you know that sort of thing Sure. So, uh, so, so, you know, they, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They do. But at one point, Christine does say something about uh, Joe is instrumental in the coming project. I guess she needs, she needs a science geek. She needs the, the what is it, a, a tiny Mr. Wizard? <laughs> <laughs> and he needs, needs Barbie to be that protector. I mean, she's got jobs for everyone in mind you know something that yeah. they need to become so that whatever the plan is can happen right well she definitely needs a science person and now that rebecca's out of the picture <laughs> yes well there you go yeah. he's he's as close as one he's the closest thing we have to a science to a, a science professor yes. as far as we know that there yeah could, it's all we've been given yeah there could be someone else in the town that is but <laughs> But as far as we know, Joe is. So, yeah. And, you know, Hunter is a tech wizard. But apparently they don't care about him. That's true. Yeah. I guess they can do without him. Or if he's not mobile, he's he's not very useful. Or, you know, like, or the explanation they gave, he's just going to take up, take resources that are needed for other people. Mm-hmm. I don't know a wheelchair. That's that's not that big a deal, you know. Well, pain meds. Well, that's true. Yeah, they that's true. But they can't do. Uh, they can't really do uh, surgery right now, and uh, right. Eh. Yeah, it's the pain meds. But uh, I'll have something to say about that a little later. Oh, okay. Alrighty. Uh, back in the office, Christine does find the fact they have found the drawing. She sees that it's out, and. Um, 
doesn't say anything about it, but is you, you see a look of concern on She's her face. She's eyeing it. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam shows up. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Yeah. And uh, it was it was satisfying, I think, you know, to kind of um, to, to see that, you know, that he's not. Um, OK, the town drunk kind of. But he's he's sobered himself up. Circumstances have sobered him up, you know, in addition to the fact that he just. Uh, well, I mean, that that's what made it. I don't think he wanted to necessarily, but the circumstances certainly have uh, um, have caused that, I think. Mm hmm. And. um he gives her uh, gives her a little something to remember him by. Yep, <laughs> a little iron in her diet. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank a you. Little iron in your diet. All righty. An injection, as it were. <laughs> He's a doctor, you know. Yeah, he uh, he stabs her. Right. I think it's a stab. Yes, I do believe. Yeah. And uh, she has to bolt to the caves. And um, now this is interesting. We talked or she said something last week about the fact that there is only a limited supply of the stuff, the goop. Yeah, but she's important. Yeah, well, that's true. But and, and it looks like it takes a whole lot of the goop to make one of those crystals or the cocoon. Excuse me. It's all about her. All about her. And she says, bring me Sam. Yeah, she's very mad. That's not going to that's not going to end well. Junior takes her to the caves. Yes, that's right. He carries her down there. Yep. And her hands are all like covered in blood. See, I tweeted the other night when I was watching the show. I said, are they going to do every Stephen King property (laughs) on Under the Dome? And that reminded me of Carrie. And then there's Cujo with the dog. The dog. So are they going to do so? Of course, Christine. The car. Yes. Right. Well, her name is Christine. Yeah. And uh, let's see. What's another one? Tommy Knockers looking up at the moon. Mm-hmm. Wait, and, and wasn't she in Tommy Knockers? Yes, uh, she was uh, looking Meg up Huggenberger? just like that. Yeah. Um, what was another one? There was another one. I just can't remember. But there were other ones, too. Well, you know, when a when you got a TV show based on your book and you do some of the writing, you can bring that all in. Sure. Little nods to all your fans. I just, I thought it was pretty funny, but definitely it was a, it looked like Carrie. She was just covered in blood. Yes. And her hands were out just like Carrie's hands were out at the, at the prom when she was covered in blood. So it really was very reminiscent of that. And there was a line that Ava had, uh, trying to find, when she mentioned she was trying to find Barbie and she managed to do it, she called herself, she said, I'm a Barbie bloodhound. Mm-hmm. That's not the Barbie of the week, but uh, no, you know, Bloodhound Barbie, or maybe Barbie with a Bloodhound. You know, sold uh, <laughs> sold separately or something. Yes, but something she's... something Barbie comes <laughs> with his own Bloodhound. <laughs> and, but but this time though, she's trying to get him the sack, and he is not having it. You know, rough nope. day, honey. Yeah, I got a headache. <laughs> so so much for that. Maybe next time. And. It- was that kind of creepy when Ava was talking to Julia and she says, "Funny, if you were one of us, we could have both had yeah. Barbie." Oh we, man, where's my porn music? I didn't, I didn't set up my soundboard, but we need my porny music for that, right? <laughs> Boom, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was that was a little, you know, 
okay, these are aliens, and now we really know they're alien, you know? Yeah. yeah well, that's right. that happens in real life. Yeah, well, it does. That's the, yeah, Certain places, certain people, certain times. Yes, that's yeah. true. Julia was not having any of that, though. No. She doesn't want to share. But Ava apparently does not care. Whatever. Yeah. Well, let's move along to, uh, let's move on to Bird Island here, because we had a lot of interesting things happen here. Lots of answers. This is where the answers are. We tell you right now. Right. And this is, is, a lot of this happens before Christine gets back over to town. Yes, yes. So she's still back uh, in the cage. And we see the video of the discovery of the A kind of, I don't know, it looked like they were like a satellite, but really, really close satellite view or, you know, I'm, 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 they never actually explained how they got that video. Dharma. <laughs> Dharma's got cameras everywhere. <laughs> I, you know, it's the whole camera thing for me is it's convenient that they have video of that. So I yes. guess that's why there's video. Of and if that. you want to buy the uh, series uh, DVDs of Lost, you can go to our <laughs> website and click on the Amazon link. Thank you. It, they also had video of the scientists jumping off the, the roof. Yes, yes. So, with, with, again. With security cameras pointed up at roofs into the sky. Yeah, you yeah, know. Right. So, you know, it's pretty convenient how they have all these videos. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, and they get sucked down into the caves and they, you know, get covered in. So my guess is that when they got there, they were not, you know, the the bad people that they have turned out to be. But they just became that way because of what happened in the cocoons mm-hmm. to them. So that's, you know, so you can, eh, you can give them, cut them a little slack, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They are as much uh, a victim in this as pretty much anyone else. I guess so. Although I still don't mind Sam stabbing her. No, not at all. Well, regardless of... The fact that she has been eaten by this alien or whatever, she's still the bad guy. Yeah. So, yeah, she needs to get taken out. Now, you know, they, talk, they show Christine in, in there. Oh, and first, well, first of all, they're going to inject Big Jim with Christine's blood. Well, he's threatening to. Yeah, and that's, that's wow. That's that's his way of making sure that Big Jim does what he wants. This is another one of those uh, uh, put him down moments, you know. Well, you or know. experiment on. Yeah, you, and it doesn't matter what happens to Big Jim. If you die, oh well. Um, you died for if science, you don't, yeah. right? If you don't, then we know what happens. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. It, he says, we'll inject you with this, but, you know, you have another choice. You can try and get information out of her, and then maybe we won't have to do this. Mm-hmm. And he knows that Big Jim can be, I guess, he has a magnetic personality. I'm, I'm guessing that this is his, his um, what the point that he's trying to make when he says, if we had met in a bar... We would have been friends. I'm guessing that's what he means by that. Mm-hmm. The big Jim has a has a great personality. <laughs> uh, well, either that, or he's like just trying the, to butter him up. Well, yeah, but I like the Jim when he says, "What do you think is in this?" And Big Jim says, "Is that Rogaine?" <laughs> uh, it, 
it's a pretty funny exchange between the two of them for a very serious conversation. Yeah, no, that was good. You know, Big Jim doesn't have a huge choice. He says, well, of course, you know, put me in there. I'll see what I can do. And, you know, he goes in there and he tries to gain her confidence enough to get information out. And yeah. get her, it's get not her fast dish enough. Out. Yeah. He, you know, he interrupts and. Well, you know, and, and it was yes. in that conversation that uh, Christine started using the things like, um, I, uh, we, this, this body still needs what you do to survive. So this body, first of all, she sounds like it's, it's like, uh, an external, you know, being is now inside of her. Right. Uh, A still parasite. needs, yeah, it still needs what you need to survive. So you humans are the others, you know, versus me. And, right. Yeah. And that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, right. And she, and the emotion thing, that was weird. Yes. Play acting, all of those, man, alive. Ugh. Would you prefer sad? It's the easiest thing for me to do. Ugh, <laughs> craziness. It was weird. Um, and he didn't like it either, but he was scoffing a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Indy saw right through it, which was cool. Yes. Uh, she, you know, she was reaching out for him and he was not having it. He did not like her at all. And Jim said that he was a great judge of character. Um, and I swear if they hurt that dog. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, at, at one point, yeah, he said they gas them. And I think the, we get a, uh, we get a, they give Jim another chance. Right. Well, Jim convinces them to do that. He says, you know, if you make it look like something has happened while we're apart, then perhaps we can be vulnerable together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can be put on the same side and I can get on her good side. So they cut her. And then, of course, he's not happy about this, but they sock him in the eye. I, I think Marston enjoyed that. I think he did, too. <laughs> <laughs> and they put him back out in the cages and with, she with, buys into with, it. With the top of a... Um... Like a Pringles can or something or a or a tin right. can, you know, yeah. Right. He he buys into it or she buys into it and they they kind of talk and they get information and that's when they break back in and and of course Big Jim has his weapon. Has his yeah, really. It it, it does more than just pick locks. That my one of my I think my favorite line of this particular episode was when they were talking and uh the second time. And she's trying to get the get the point across that he had that they're trying to do this uh, for the collective, for the group. You know, the, the needs <laughs> yeah. of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah. And if you know Star Trek, that's right. And in fact, he says, "I've seen that movie, Mrs. Spock." Yeah. And her response to him was simply one word: his name, Jim. Jim. Which you know, Kirk, yeah. you're waiting for here. You know, so I thought that was a, right. a great little exchange there. Yeah. And if you want to buy Star Trek uh, season uh, DVDs, <laughs> you can go to the website and click on the Amazon. Like, okay. it has to be the original series, though. That's well, yes, that's true. Or and the movies, or the movies, yeah, yeah. But it has to be the even number movies, right? Because the <laughs> odd numbers are bad. If they, uh, you know, if they came out with a series of Star Trek DVDs. The even numbered movies, I think they would sell out like hotcakes. Oh, uh, we only bought the even number ones. 
We did. We all, I, I think we have number one, though, because number one is okay. It's okay. It's called Star Trek The Motion Sickness. Anyway. The, the motions. Okay, where's the drum? Thank you. All righty. Yeah. Well, GL, like you said, Jim does take out Dr. Marston. I'm a car salesman, not a doctor. <laughs> yeah, he takes him out big time. And leaves, that was and leaves Christine in the cage, but... Yeah, that would have been nice, but uh, good old Barbie and uh, Junior have to show up here. Yeah, lots of gunfire. But Jim gets away. I was surprised at how at how easily people have been getting into this place. I know. I mean, these well, acting men in black are supposed to be, you know, special forces or some elite somethings, and yeah, Barbie and I, Junior get in. and. But I think that Big Jim got away and they were kind of watching that happen trying to get him back and in all that kerfuffle that's when Barbie came in because it was all kind of at the same time and Barbie used that distraction to get them all out of the way hmm. okay and I'm guessing and Big Jim got away and at the same time Barbie and Junior took them all out so he got away, Big Jim, and Barbie and Junior took them all out. So, you know, it made it so <laughs> both teams got their objective done, and the Actian guys got caught in the middle. That's true. And we did get but, some I mean, answers. I'm guessing that's what happened. And, and the right people got some answers. Me and Actian may have figured something out, but, we, but Big Jim at least knows a little more about it than, uh, than anybody. He's going to be, you know, we've kind of turned things around, and uh, uh, as far as... Love him or hate him, Big Jim. We were hating him at the beginning, and all of a sudden, well, yeah, well, but... And and Julia had kind of the same thing. This doesn't change anything that you've done in the past, but, you know, you're useful right yeah. now, and you've got all the information. And, you know, I've never... I might hate the character sometimes, but I love the actor. Mm -hmm. I love Dean Norris. So I kind of root for him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of nice that he's the smart one right now. Yeah. And yes, he's done horrible things on this show. But right now, seeing him be the, the one who actually knows what's happening <laughs> and is working with Julia. And, 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 and because of that, it makes him it makes it difficult for the other characters to really, you know, he, he, he's like the Cassandra here. You know, I've got the information. I know what's going to happen. I know I've got, you know, no, I don't believe you, buddy. Right. You know? I know. But I do think that with Julia's help, there's going to be some undermining going on. Yeah. We, well, she she does show up and tries to get Barbie back on her side. And, of course, Barbie yeah. already knows about all the acting stuff. Right. And um, and and he says to her, uh, the only person here that's changed is you. Yeah. Well, you know. Go away. Oh, my goodness. Tells her to never come back, which brings us to. And now, the Barbie of the week. Heartbreaker Barbie disarms your heart and gets you to lower your gun. Comes with open, hugging arms that push you away in a matter of seconds because you're not the doll he fell in love with. Heartbroken Julia doll sold separately. This set has been discontinued. This has been the Barbie of the Week. Justina, I gotta say, the whole idea of this set being discontinued sold it for me <laughs> that's me too that's great and the, you know it makes the price go up 
<laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you know, you. The, the collectors want it now. Yeah, you're going to have to go on eBay to get that one, I think. <laughs> Sold out. And it's going to have to be MIB, which is mint in box. Oh, oh okay. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have a runner up, right? We will get to that a little later. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And it's an it's a really special runner up. <laughs> so you'll have to wait for that one. Okay, we're almost done here. Um, you know, um, uh, Big Jim's going and looking for Indy, and he uh, manages to uh, you know, run into Julia again, and, you know, something from another planet's punching his kung fu buttons, you know. So uh, we'll get to that a little later, too. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, who, Julie and he seem to be allied against, uh, again, one more time, you know, back to, together again for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, um well, it's about the third time now. This <laughs> yeah. um, and I like, it's very grudging every time. Grudging alliances between the two of them. And he says, I'm looking for my dog. Uh, <laughs> and I think, who is it? Barb and I. Is it Barb and I? Oh, no, Stephanie. Stephanie Zimmer. Um, and I have had a conversation where she says she loves the my big gym impression. <laughs> and uh, she says Big Jim's impression might be my favorite part of Chester's Mill Gazette not as many giggles as my Helena impression but still very good and I said uh, this is my town back to her and then I said did you like this is my canoe and she said no I missed that one and I said so far it's this is my town this is my boat this is my canoe and this is my island <laughs> so He's very possessive, clearly. And this week, I'm guessing it's, this is my dog. So, that's my new one. All righty. So he's, he's looking for his dog this week. His dog. And he says to Julia, you can come along if you want. And that's very grudging. Grudgingly, yes. Yes. So. All righty. Well, I think we've hit all the highlights and the lowlights, even. Mm-hmm. You have some prediction. That you I would do. Like to... I have a, it's actually kind of a, uh, it's based on something that I have seen, but it is a guess on my part. So it's foreshadowing, but it's only a guess. Does that make take sense? A, take at a all? stab at it here. <laughs> take all a right. stab at it. Sorry. Hey, Sam. Yeah, no, hey, I don't. Sam, want... just take a stab <laughs> at it. No, no, no. I don't need an iron injection, please. Um, Okay, so Hunter was pushed off the roof and he's injured. And they did not succeed in their attempt to, quote unquote, put him down. I think that he is going to, at some point, be cured by the stuff in in the caves. The goop. Right. And I think it's going to be next week. I would well. They've set up the idea here, of course, that you can you know, cure people in that, right? And him in particular, because you know he. They've mentioned it several times that he didn't have to wear his glasses. Yes. Him in particular. Yes, that's true. A couple of times. Um, and why would they save him in this episode unless they had a purpose? And I have seen something that hints that he will have a purpose in the next couple of episodes. And it doesn't sound like he's going to be immobile. No. Uh, of course, that's, it's, it doesn't say that. It doesn't at all say that. 
Um, it's just hinting at the fact that he's going to be useful. It doesn't say anything about him walking or anything. Um, he could simply be sitting somewhere. But my thought is that he will be cured by the goop. So that's my foreshadowing. All righty. Cured by the goop. I'm thinking that's probably going to happen. Sounds good. All righty. Well, it'd be nice for those Hunter fans out there. You know, they want to see him back. Hey, I like him. Okay. I just, I'm, I don't like the brainwashed Hunter. No, not necessarily. Mm -mm. Well, it's time for the obituary section of our paper. (sighs) You know, very, uh, very, very saddened to announce the death of Dr. Marston. That was his name. I don't think they ever actually said it in the show. No, but that was his name. But that was his name according to the source of all knowledge, IMDb. That's right. And And, also the CBS website. Well, that too, yes. (laughs) And we want to say thank you for showing us uh, those wonderful movies that you showed us. They were kind of short, but uh, but we really enjoyed them. Dharma. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had... The, I had something lost in my throat. The eye is lost in the throat. Oh, my goodness. Yes, the, the eye in the sky. That's what we'll call him. <laughs> yes, Dr. Marston, we uh, will miss you and mm-hmm. all your wonderful, uh, you know, YouTube videos. <clears throat> all righty. Well, let's get on to some of the news about this week's episode. And we have our Canadian ratings correspondent, Lawrence Griffin, uh, giving us some more information. What did he give us this week? Yes, he is our Canadian ratings correspondent. And he says the TV ratings in Canada for the week of July 6th to July 12th are still good for Under the Dome. The episode The Kinship made the list of the 30 most watched shows, finishing 7th with 1.4%. 5 million viewers and rookie blue finished ninth with 1.36 million viewers. So, so I guess that, yeah, that's, that's shown at the same time up there. And, uh, we are, so it, uh, it came in first, uh, by a, a sliver of a margin, mm. but still first. It's excellent. Seventh and ninth. Um, and that's, uh, 30 for the whole week. 30th for the whole week. Yeah, so 7th uh, for the week as well. Yeah, the 30 most yeah. watched shows. So 7th of the week. Uh, yeah, so that's that's not bad. I, I, I would be interested in knowing what uh, what Under the Dome is in the U.S. Uh, regarding uh, the full week. For the I, whole week. Yeah, I don't know if it would be doing quite as well. But um, no. So that sounds good, though, in Canada. Yeah. It, I know that the plus three rating for the whole week, it is the third. So in the live plus three rating for mm-hmm. the entire week, it's third. Oh, really? If that helps at all. Oh, that's nice. Third overall. Um, so does that answer your question? It might. What okay. do I know about ratings? Well, you said what it would be for the whole week. It's third. Um, so this is TV by the numbers in America. Under the Dome scored a 1.0, up 11% from last week's series low, 0.9, adults 18 to 49. And uh, Dateline Mystery ran from 9 to 11. It also got a 1.0. So it tied with a 4 rating, uh, a 4 share, sorry. Uh, It got 5 million while we got 4 million. Um, 4.5. Yeah, four and a half, and they got just a hair over five. Um, and then Rookie Blue 
came in second-ish <laughs> uh, with a point eight and a three share. Uh, and 3.77 million. Yeah, people keep talking about how, you know, these are series lows and things like that. And I understand it is, but, you know, these, uh, the competition is not, isn't matching up to the, to our series lows. Dateline, yes, it did, did beat us, uh, slightly. Um, because, you know, you've got a, a nine to 11, um, story right. going on. And so that, you know, keeps, they're not going to switch for under the, no, dome. they're not. Right. But, right. uh, but we're, we're beating out rookie blue and, uh, pretty handily. Actually, and, a, a four share for people that uh, might be switching from a Dateline show that runs from nine to eleven is pretty good. I mean, I'm okay with it. <laughs> so, I mean, if they're watching Dateline and they're switching at ten to Under the Dome, that you know they're splitting that audience. Mm-hmm. So, and there's nothing on Fox at that that time. There's nothing new on nothing Fox. Nothing new, yeah. At 10. Um, so under the dome led total viewership increases, adding 2.5 million viewers to its live plus same day viewers, which means that if people were watching Dateline from 9 to 11 and did not switch, they watched under the dome after Dateline on their DVR. On their DVR, yeah. Right. Uh, it was just the same day, you know, before midnight. Um, live plus three. So within the next three days, it was up 76%. So again, that's, it was second. Did I say second before or third? Third, I thought. Third. Sorry. Third is correct. That's very interesting. Third for, that for the, that just seems, I, I find that not hard to believe, but I, I it, it's, with all the stuff that's on during the week, I'm surprised Under the Dome would make uh, would even make third. Yeah, it's third. Um, that it just means that people put it on their DVR and they watch it. A lot of people are doing that. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, they watch it over the next three days, seven days. It's it's way up there for seven days as well. So very cool. People are watching it, just not on the night that it airs. Because hey, you know, Dateline mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay. We we have heard we did not get a whole lot of feedback per se, but we did get a whale of a lot of Barbies of the week. So let's get to our feedback section here. We got a bunch, man, a lot more. I think more than any week so far. That's all feedback. That's feedback. Yes, absolutely. So can we play our runner-up? We can play a runner-up. This Jeez, is it's special. <laughs> this is Kung Fu Barbie. Comes with alien to punch his buttons in the back. You find your action hero. Tell him that some from another planet's pushing his kung fu buttons in the back. I tried. As much as I hate to admit it, you were right. Barbie's not the same. Grudgingly. There's the grudgingliness again. Runner-up Barbie of the week. That's right, your action hero. Yes, awesome. Thank you, folks, for listening to uh, our podcast. We hope to uh, if you if, if you in, at CBS need anybody to uh, come in and do some, uh, you know, uh, a, a podcast from inside uh, the dome. There, we could do that. <laughs> That's right, Dean Norris. Thank you for our runner-up <laughs> Barbie of the week. Okay, we have a whole bunch more here. I mean, I would go back and forth here with these. Uh, sure. We have. Banishment Barbie sends away girlfriends, both old and new, to chase his own 
tale, and that's from Barb. Uh, Sherlock Barbie comes with deerstalker hat and missing Christine doll. That was one of my potentials I tweeted yeah. the, the day I of. And I also, had, I also had secret agent Barbie breaks into well-guarded headquarters with ease. Oh, man. Marionette Barbie puppet his every move includes drawstring with three phrases. You're the one who's changed. I'm here to get you out. And I'm going for a walk. And that's from Corey. <laughs> That was great. That's a, that was another unique one with the whole pull string. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. Oh, let me see. Here's another uh, Barbie of the Week from uh, Kendra Campbell, uh, Kevin and Kendra Campbell. They gave us Just Say No and Walk Away, Barbie. Frustrated alien doll, not included. <laughs> uh, disarm Barbie. All you need is a hug. Comes with open arms and big eyes. That's from Ken Truck Mario. Sorry. <laughs> You know, Ken Chuck Mario. You know, it, remember now, folks, if you send us the audio, we can't trip up on the names. That's right. <laughs> I love this particular name. Insufficiently curious Barbie <laughs> comes with blank stare and sudden implicit trust of bad guys. That's from Chris Strovel. <laughs> I love all these. They're so great. Um, let's see. Deep Woods Off Barbie. <laughs> Pull string sayings like, step off, Julia, we're done. That's from Troy. We got a couple of pull strings here. Another one from Troy is Raccoon Barbie comes with eye ring circles from spy binoculars. You know, he's <laughs> looking at those things. You put the little uh, black uh, powder, you know, like the charcoal so, or whatever on them, soot on them. Yes. Who was playing the trick on him? Ava? Do you I, don't think think, I don't think they did, but it would be cool if Junior had done that. Yes. Yeah, Junior. Um, and another one from Corey. And the penny never drops, Barbie, has only one function, to annoy the S out of you. <laughs> and now, for those of you, I don't, I don't know if this is an Australian thing. I, I asked him to explain it to me. Uh, and the penny never drops. It's like you're anticipating something to happen, but it doesn't, you know. Right. So I have never heard of it either. It must be a down under thing. And we also have another one from Corey. By appointment only, Barbie, Mark II, because he had that last week, and now he's got another one, now has only one item on his set agenda that continues to be interrupted. Right? Trying to talk to Christine. That's right. Um, Finally got it, but, you know, didn't go anywhere. And Erin Schmeling had one as well, confused Barbie, but she had no accessories. So, Erin, I prompted you. To have accessories, but you never got back to us. So I'll read your confused Barbie, but I'm shaking my finger at you. You need accessories next week. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ken Trick Mario also said, should Nori be the new action hero? Yeah, with the kung fu buttons in the back? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She did a she, good job. She did. All righty. And now we have... Uh, a report filed from our investigative reporter under the dome. It's Justina. Hi, Karen and Doug. This is Justina, investigative reporter for the Chester's Mill Gazette. Jim was acting like a true used car salesman this week. <laughs> he really knew exactly what to do and say to get himself out of that cage. I knew they couldn't cage Big Jim for long. Christine sure did make a mistake with Sam. She thought that getting rid of his new girlfriend would make Sam return to the kinship. But it did the exact opposite and pushed Sam away from the kinship. 
I wonder if Barbie and Junior have enough power to keep the people in Chester's Mill satisfied in their altered state while Christine heals, or if the residents under the spell will become hopeless with their leader out of commission healing. I think that if Barbie mates with Ava, Barbie will get one of those strange alien-looking shadows. Mm-hmm. So I really hope that doesn't come to pass. Yeah, me too. Because we may not ever get Barbie back to normal if Ava seals the deal. I was going to issue a missing persons report on Nori's mom, Carolyn, but we finally saw her this week. Unfortunately, she is under the moon spell and is of no use. It must be pretty lonely for Julia, Big Jim, Joe, and Nori, and Sam being some of the only residents of Chester's Mill that is thinking clearly. That's what's going on under the dome. Have a great week. All this whistling is giving me a headache. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, Justina. I I want to make one point about the fact that you said uh, that Christina's plans with Sam kind of backfired and he's really pushed her away. And I would say yes. And with a knife in her. (laughs) That's right. Ow. He he pushed her hard. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. And it's good to know that Justina is also not under the moon spell. Yes, otherwise these um, these reports would be certainly very suspect. That's right. But she seems to be on our side, so that's good. Yeah, um, good points, Justina. No, I like very that. Yeah, if you start whistling, just uh, you know, be careful. Oh man, yeah, we'll have we'll have to pay close attention to her reports and make sure. That Hello, all this up. is Justina <laughs> with. My report. No, no, that that that'll be creepy. If that starts happening, oh man, I'm going to rescue her right away. <laughs> well, if you want to get your voice on the air here, or not on the air, in the paper, in the paper, in the paper. That's, that's right. Great. In the letters to the editor section, you just have to call. Well, there's a couple of things you can do. Well, there's a million things you can. Well, not a million. Not a million, but a lot. But a lot. You can call 304-837-2278. That's the General Golden Spiral Media Feedback Hotline. That's right. There's also the General Golden Spiral Media Feedback page, goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback, oddly enough. Great name Mm -hmm. for that one. It is. And you can type stuff in there. You can upload an audio file, or you can use the nifty speak pipe, which you just click on the speak pipe graphic. And it'll start recording you. That's right. For the next 24 hours. As long as you have a microphone. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that helps. Mm-hmm. You can talk all you want if you don't have a microphone. <laughs> it won't happen. do anything. It doesn't work really well. No. Uh, maybe if you really yelled loud. I don't know. Mm, yeah. On Twitter, we're at C Mill Gazette. One, G, one Z, two Ts. <laughs> C Mill Gazette GSM. That's right. And of course, Facebook, Chester's Mill Gazette. Uh, we have a Facebook group now. That's where most of this is coming in. It's great. We have a little Barbie of the Week thread now whenever uh, we have a new episode. So uh, just, just toss them in there. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to hear other Golden Spiral Media podcasts, because there are others, there's quite a few others. You can go to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes and it will pop up iTunes on your computer and go to a special page where you see all just the GSM podcast. It is nifty. 
Yeah. And also, I want to note that Doug usually watches the show live and tweets from our Seamill Gazette GSM Twitter handle. So if you would like to interact with him and he's busy, you know, Twittering, um, use the UTD Gazette hashtag and he will see you right away. Absolutely. I got a little column in my uh, tweet deck uh, program for that. And uh, yes, you'll you'll show up right there. Excellent. Yes, indeed. I just wanted to note that. So that thank people- you. Yes, because you know, I I think only uh, one time this week I've missed it. So, uh, but normally I'm on there with my potential Barbies of the week and get a little uh, heads up on what those will be and maybe some ideas for your own. Yeah, you can put your Barbies of the week there too, because Barb does that as well. That's right. Barb does her Barbies there. That's right. She's a Barbie <laughs> of the week too. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, we have things coming up. Next week, and Karen has all the weather report for you, letting you know yeah. what's happening. Uh, there's not many horrible spoilers in this, so if you really don't want to be spoiled, go away now. But And don't watch not- the scenes from next week. Wow. <laughs> there's not a big deal here. Um, next week's episode is called Ejecta. And I'm honestly do not understand that title. Isn't there an actress by that name? Carmen Eject? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was giving you a little space there for that. Uh, (laughs) So here's the, the official summary, but yes, there was a preview that, that is much more graphic than this. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm, I, just looking at that, I'm thinking my uh, ratings might start going up. Yeah, it looks pretty good next week, right? I mean, it looks pretty action-packed. Um, as the world outside the dome is rocked by a catastrophic meteor shower, unexpected alliances form inside the barrier. Eva tries to indoctrinate Barbie deeper into the kinship, and Big Jim and Julia turn to one another while isolated on Bird Island outside of town. And just so you know, that does not mean they get together and it and they're oh, a couple. Please. No, 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 no. They're not. No. They're not unsee. <laughs> no. Yeah. Brain bleach. Um, also, Joe is forced to accept help from Sam, the man who killed his sister, on Under the Dome, Thursday, July 30th at 10 p.m. Eastern on the CBS television network. So we might be getting that uh, that reconciliation between those two that Christine is well, been looking for. I think it's going to be grudgingly as well. Well, of course, actually, yeah, grudgingly again. But these mm-hmm. two are not under the spell of the kinship. No, they're not. Um, they, I think, they're coming together only because they are on the outside of this group. Um, they have to band together. They have to because. You know, there's only one way to to break the spell of these people, and that's to work together. Uh, and I think that's the only reason they are working together. Um, and there's going to be uh, Julia and Big Jim banding together on the out on the island, and then on in the town, there's going to be a little merry band, uh, and it contains Joe. Nori, Sam, and some others. That's all I'm going to say there. Oh, you'll have to watch. That's right. Um, it's written by Peter Calloway and directed by David Barrett. Peter Calloway, is he any relation to Cab? 
I doubt it. Howdy, 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 howdy. <laughs> Sorry. Howdy, 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 howdy. I know that song. All right. <laughs> Boy, we're getting really obscure here, folks. That has nothing to do with genre yeah, television that, at all. You know all. what? That is so before my time. <laughs> but I know about it. All right, folks. Well, listen, uh, thanks for hanging in there. <laughs> and thanks for reading this issue of Chester's Mill Gazette. Thank you for all your Barbies of the week. Keep them coming. We love them. Love you them all. Those are great. You're very witty with those. <laughs> and as I said before, I'm Doug, and I'm stepping out to, you know, pick up some Rogaine myself. <laughs> I don't need it. So don't send it to me. In fact, I'll give you some of my hair if you like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Karen, trying not to drop the solar panels. Chester's Mill Gazette is presented by Golden Spiral Media at goldenspiralmedia.com. 